Welcome to the Brothers of the Dram podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Brothers of the Dram podcast. I am your host, AJ, with my co-host, Eric. How are you doing, brother? What's going on, AJ? How are you doing? living the dream dude i'm living the dream it's a good day to have some whiskey like i say every pretty much every week every time not every i didn't say last week oh okay but often often i do often well you're an alcoholic what can we say (laughs) alcoholism is when you go to aa meetings and i don't therefore i'm not an alcoholic oh okay yeah that's my logic that's my logic nice okay well um I see that you have something a little bit fancy. Am I seeing that you, uh, did you make yourself a mixed drink today, dude? I did. Since we are not doing a whiskey review today and it's hot and I had an extra orange laying around, I was like, you know what? Let's just go and make an old fashioned. Oh. So I am enjoying an old fashioned and I made it with Scotty Pippen's Digit Bourbon, which is Ooh. the 46% ABV bottle. Which was not. Which was reviewed by us, and it uh-huh. didn't make too much of an impression, if I remember correctly. It did not, which is why I'm using it for a mixed drink, even though it is, you know, not an inexpensive bottle. But it's one, like, I'm fine with getting rid of this. Someone's going to make a mixed drink with it. No big deal. Mm, so how's it taste? You know, it's not bad. Even though it's more expensive, I still would rather go with Bullet as my regular go-to bourbon for Old Fashions. Mm. but. I think my all-time favorite still is probably around Eagle Rare. Eagle Rare. Let me say that again. Eagle Rare. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. But it's not, it's not too bad, though. Do you remember the score that we gave um, Digits Bourbon? Uh, hell no, I don't remember. You're going to have to remind me. So when we reviewed Digits, we didn't give it a great review. We didn't give it a good re- rating. It was okay. We gave it a Brother Dram's average score of 2.4. Brother Drams. We gave it a Brother Drams score. I said brother slow Drams? down, I dude. I said brother of the Drams. Dude, slow down. I'm excited. I'm You're excited. very excited. You're very excited. I'm excited, too, because we're going to talk a little bit about sort of my... Your glass is what we're going to talk about. That's what I was getting to, AJ. Before you interrupted me. Uh-huh. That's so, okay. I'm excited as well. Because we're going to... What's in your glass, Eric? We're going to dive into some Irish. You know, last week we talked a little bit about some Scottish whiskey. And I think this week we can go move on to uh, Irish. And therefore, I am drinking some McConnell's because I really enjoy McConnell's. It's um, one of my uh, surprising favorites. And I bought McConnell's. This is the second time I purchased McConnell's because um, I really enjoyed it. And it was actually a bottle I purchased because um, I liked the the way the bottle looked. So um, it was a nice surprise. See, I was going to question you about that because I thought you finished and you did a bottle triumph with McConnell's. But you just answered the question. You bought another bottle. Uh, Yeah. OK, sure. <laughs> yeah. That answers your question. So AJ? obviously, 
for you, McConnell's is a whiskey that has to stay on your shelf. Like every time you go to Eric's house, he's gonna have a bottle of McConnell's there. I mean, I, I wouldn't it. go that far, oh. but oh, I okay. mean, I enjoyed it enough to want to buy another bottle. Oh, stop jumping okay. to conclusions, AJ. Jesus. You know, sometimes you just have to take guesses on how well you know someone. And apparently, I don't know shit about you. You don't know shit. You're not taking guesses. You're assuming like a fool. You know what happens when you assume, right? Makes an oh. ass out of you and yourself. Oh, God. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Anyways, and so the reason I chose an Irish whiskey is because we're going to jump into uh, a topic here that is something that I, I came across that uh, I didn't know. And I'm surprised because I'm a big fan of this person and um, getting into a little bit of celebrity uh, sort of news. For those of you who don't know, I believe last week, just recently, Jean-Claude Van Damme released a Northern Irish whiskey. Were you aware of that, AJ? I had no idea. I don't really follow Jean-Claude Van Damme that much. I am a fan of his old movies, like Bloodsport. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, I didn't don't really follow him that much after that. And I had no idea he was actually into whiskey. I had no idea either. Um, I used to be a huge Van Damme fan when I was a kid. He's the reason I got into martial arts to begin with. So um, I was pleasantly surprised to know that that he launched something and uh, or launched a whiskey. And I was a huge fan. You know, I'm talking, you know, Time Cop. We're, I'm talking Bloodsport, uh, Universal Soldier, Street Fighter, Street Fighter, <laughs> even like a, a newer, like the Quest was awesome. Um, I think he did another one where he showed his acting skills and I forgot what it was. I think it was called JV, um, JCVD, actually. That one was actually surprisingly good. Uh, so I was, you know. He's the reason why I got into Taekwondo. So I was, again, I loved it. And um, this whiskey is called um, Old Oak Irish Whiskey. So I thought it was an interesting name. Isn't there something, isn't there already like um, something very similar that sounds? Well, there's multiple whiskeys with the name Old in front of it, like Old Forester as just one example. But I don't know about Old Oak specifically. No, I feel like there's something that's like something oak or it sounds very similar to something, but I guess I could be wrong. Um, but anyways, um, this is this whiskey it's, of his. Huh? There is a bourbon called Oak and Eden. No, it's something closer. I don't know. Maybe, yeah, like, maybe like, I'm wrong. How, like how close are we talking here? Because I'm trying to I, think of granted there's thousands of whiskey out there, dude. So I'm trying. I don't to I don't know the brain. name. I just feel like maybe there's something it could be confused with. I thought the the uh, choice of name might have confused someone with something else. And I, I have it like, I feel like I, I know it, but I don't, I can't remember it. Oh, is it Old Elk? Oh, maybe Old Elk. Yeah, maybe Old Elk. I think you might be right. So it's just like Old Elk, Old Oak. Very, very similar. Yeah, Old Elk is a bourbon. So that would exactly be a, what you're saying when it sounds so familiar to it. Yeah. So I was like, man, that's an interesting choice. Because, yeah, Old Elk, I had seen that, and I was like, oh, too similar. But anyways, um, this whiskey is supposed to embody the dynamic spirit and boundless energy of Jean-Claude Van Damme. Energy. So, what? Energy. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> anyways, um, yeah, it's supposed to uh, captivate uh, a fusion of flavors and narratives intended to be cherished and shared. 
So um, I don't know if it's kind of a little bit gimmicky, but I mean, the website's pretty cool and they, it looks like they show the um, um, the Cliffs of Moher, which uh, or it could be wrong, could be other cliffs because it's northern. I didn't go when I went to Ireland. I didn't go to the northern part. It could be other cliffs, but um, the website looks legit and um, I'm excited for it. It just came out. And on top of that, what Van Damme is going to do with um, the profits of this is that he's actually going to build a, a nature reserve. Which I thought was freaking awesome. So, so the products from the whiskey to build that? Yeah, the muscles from Brussels. Uh, he's going to do this <laughs> like... Uh, <laughs> he's going to like build this like wildlife reserve um, to be kind of like a, like a free zoo for people. So he said he wanted to give back and um, he wanted to put that into ecology and the environment and specifically with animals. So he said it's like a free zoo land and space for them to live and grow like a like a nature reserve but um i guess you can visit it i don't know so eventually he's gonna he's gonna get there um but yeah he's doing you know he's doing well with that so do the nature reserve in ireland that they haven't really specified i'm not sure so um I mean, I know they're producing the, the whiskey there, and but I don't know about the, the nature reserve. I know he's planning to sort of branch off into like possibly getting into American bourbon. So, I mean, I guess this guy has connections, you know. So, you know, what better way well, don't, to use your connections than that? Don't all famous people have a connection somewhere? If not, they know someone who knows someone. That's why you have all these famous actors and musicians um getting into bourbon having their own brand the whole line uh yeah see so you, was it you was it you had the conversation with in regards to who would win in a fight jean-claude van damme or david frank or jason frank i don't think so Jason. oh wait let's so have a conversation um, about that J jason frank is the green ranger yeah all right we did have that conversation because they have beat they had beat r.i.p yeah, Jason, uh, to my knowledge, Jason wanted to fight Jean-Claude Van Damme because Jason was a huge fan of Jean-Claude, and then Jean-Claude was a dick to him when he tried to get his autograph or something. And ever since then, Tommy's, or I said Tommy, that was his, his character name in Power Rangers. But Jason's whole plan was to grow up and fight this dude, apparently. Oh, my God. He held a grudge as a kid? Okay, homeboy. I don't, know exactly how, I don't know exactly how old he was when I say kid. Granted, there is a huge age gap between Jason and Jean-Claude. Yep, but I would assume maybe a teenager, and then maybe in his twenties you want to fight him. I don't know. I'll, don't dude, quote me. I don't know the whole history. Celebrities, celebrities get so much shit from people wanting pictures, wanting autographs. There's times where they have to just say no, and then to take that personal and be like, "That's it. I'm going to grow up and I'm going to fight this man," is a little much. AJ, again, don't quote me. I believe that's the story behind it. I'm not a huge researcher. I'm not a uh, what do they call them? The people, the paparazzi who go out chasing these stories, I just mm -hmm. believe I heard it or read it somewhere. I know they had beef. I know Jason Frank wanted to fight Jean-Claude, and Jean-Claude said no to the fight. No, thank you. No, thank you. And I know they're both trained fighters, but I don't remember exactly the history. I do believe somehow Jason felt slighted by Jean-Claude, and that's how the whole drama happened. Lame. Lame. So this is how new this whiskey is, because I Googled it right now. I googled old oak whiskey, and the first picture to, that pops up is old elk whiskey. 
Mm. So it still hasn't really established itself. I mean, the website is the first thing that pops up. But in terms of images, it's the first one is Old Elk. So it probably thinks you did a typo because Old Elk's been around for a while. Well, yeah. Well, it probably doesn't have enough data or Google. I mean, I don't know how the algorithm, the algorithm? Works, but yeah, it probably doesn't have enough data to produce like an image of the bottle because it's it just came out. So. But yeah, Jean-Claude's the Marin, dude. Do you have a price point on that? Um, it's in I think in like pounds right now, as far as I can see. And it's saying that it's going for $34.99. So I don't know how pounds. Yeah, it might be yeah, like pounds, English pounds or I don't know. Yeah, so about first. 40 bucks or so. So we'll we'll you know, we'll see uh when it comes out how much it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna cost in the US, but for now it's pounds. So let me ask you this. You openly said you're a huge fan of his. You follow all of his movies, this and that, this and At that. At that price point, yes. Uh, there you go. I was about to say, it's within your range. Are you going to buy it once you get it? Once it comes out in your area? Yes. One, because it's Jean-Claude Van Damme. And two, because of what I learned he's trying to do with the profits. Which is, you know, trying to create that, that nature preserve. And I think that's freaking awesome. And three... You uh, love Irish whiskey. And three, I like, yeah, I really much enjoy Irish whiskey. So they have two kinds. They have, um, well, they have one that's a triple distilled. And then get this. They have one that's called, that's a Jamaican rum reserve. So is it aged or finished instead of a Jamaican barrel? Or a rum barrel? That's my assumption. That's ah. my assumption. Oh, and actually looking at this now, looking at it closer on the website, uh, the price point for the um, the, the three-year is actually $49. Okay. And then the Jamaican Rum Reserve is 56 That's interesting. I'd be very curious to try that. I've never seen that before. Have you? Yeah, I've seen whiskey aged in rum barrels before, yes. Oh, you have? Yeah. And it, it adds a sweeter note to your whiskey. Mm-hmm. Now the fifty-six dollar one, since you are interested in it, and you have you might have or apparently have never had whiskey aged inside of a rum barrel, or finished inside of a rum barrel before, would you spend six dollars more than your cap and buy that one as well? Since <laughs> Jean Claude, <laughs> um, if I had a little money, extra money to uh, to splurge on, sure, <laughs> sure, I would try it. I would, uh, I would go a little crazy and. And give it a try. What um, do, do you know any Jamaican rum reserves at the top of your head? Uh, off the top of my head, I do not. I Actually, I probably have one in my collection. I just do not know off the top of my head. Because usually the finishes, I do not always remember. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, apparently these, um, I mean, I guess they just came out. But they still have already won um, gold and silver at the London Spirits Competition. So I don't know how prestigious that competition is. Have you heard of that competition before? I haven't, but it must be up there for people in London. Maybe. Kind of like how for us, the San Francisco one is big. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, yeah. That's big one, yeah. I haven't, I haven't really heard of it, but it could be something big. Who knows? But yeah, it's cool. Uh, I'm, I'm interested. I want to try it. And um, if you're lucky, I'll let you have some. If I'm lucky, you'll let me have some. Uh-huh. 
Oh, that's so that's so kind of you, Eric. After all the whiskey I share with you, and uh-huh. if I'm lucky, you'll share with me. I appreciate that, dude. Yeah, man, no problem. What are friends for? Hey, watch your tone. Okay. Who needs who needs enemies with friends like you? Watch your tone, or you won't get one. You won't get a sip. <laughs> not, not, not even a sample. Not even a pour. A, a sip. sip. Uh-huh. A sip. You play a your sip. cards right, and you might get a sip. Mm-hmm. Anyways, let's move on. Moving on. Let's move on to something else that's interesting in the celebrity world that I thought was pretty cool, and that uh, the news uh, of Michael Bublé. Are you familiar with Michael Bublé? Michael Bubble? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, the wife is a huge fan of his. Yeah. He, he's he's good. I like him. I'm, I'm Hammond Bubbles. Anyway, he's... You don't get the reference, Hammond Bubbles? Hammond Bubbles? Yes. No, I don't. It was an SNL skit. I mean, they kept calling him Michael Bubbles. But never mind. You, you Never mind. Forget uh, it. Moving on. Mm, sorry, I didn't catch that one. Yeah. Usually I watch a lot of SNL, but I don't remember seeing the one where he was in it. But anyways, he's also collaborating with a master distiller and blender, Paul Circa, to create a new brand called Frazier and Thompson. Now, the thing that I found interesting about this is that this brand is described um, as a North American whiskey because it blends both Canadian whiskey and Kentucky bourbon. Mm. Now, have you ever heard of that happening, AJ? I have not, but since I'm not a, the biggest fan of Canadian whiskey, eh, I'm on the fence. I'll try it. I'll try anything once. Oh, my God, okay. dude. Eh. Quit being a downer. Sorry, dude. I'll be an upper. Oh, dude, that sounds exciting, man. Right? Is, is it evenly distributed? Like, they you know, take a barrel from Canada, then barrel from Kentucky, and then they pour the two barrels together to combine them? I don't like, how really do know. This? What kind of wizardry is this? Wizardry? Is that not the right word? Wizardry? Wizard. <laughs> AJ, wizard. slow down. What kind of wizardry? Wizardry? Slow down. <laughs> okay. What, what kind of magic is this, Eric? Explain this to me. <laughs> sorcery. It's sorcery. Thank you. What kind of... <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Wow. What kind of sorcery is this, Eric? You know, I don't know, but it seems magical. And it seems interesting. Another thing I'd be interested in trying, um, Canadian and Kentucky mixed together. It's got 42% ABV, and it's uh, distilled in Kentucky at the Heaven Hill Distillery in Bardstown. Okay, that changes things. I'm a huge fan of Heaven Hill Distillery, so this actually might be good. Oh, all of a sudden you're interested. All of, now, Okay, now I'm, in, I'm not interested. I'm intrigued. You got my attention now. Okay, Leo. Okay, Leo, Leo DiCaprio. How am I Leo DiCaprio? From um, Inception? Django. Oh, I've never seen Django, dude. When he says, first you had my... What did he say? I can't... I don't want you to... Don't even, you don't even know what he said. I'm just admitting to that, AJ. Gosh. Jesus, dude. You're choosing violence today. He says something to the effect of, like, I... At first, you had my interest. Now you have my attention, or something like that. Don't quote me on it, but it's something to that effect. Oh, I won't, Eric. I will not okay. quote you on that. Don't worry. Okay. Michael Bublé said that he spent many summers with his grandfather at the confluence of the Fraser and Thompson Rivers 
in British Columbia. So that's why he came up with the name with that. So the whiskey is supposed to have um, this fig and blood orange on the nose with a subtle finish of caramel, vanilla, and a hint of spice. So it sounds actually pretty damn good, if you ask me. Okay, now you're, talk- now you're talking dirty to me. That sounds delicious. Oh, my God. AJ's in. AJ is in. All of a sudden, AJ's in. And um, I do have a price point for you, AJ. It's uh, going for uh, $29.99. Oh, that's nothing, dude. That's totally in your range. That's you nothing, it. dude. That's Trump change. That's you, buy it and you buy it and you give me a sip. How about of that? Of course, dude, because it's pennies. I'm, I'm going to get it and be like, dude, you know what? Here's two bottles because it's so cheap. Oh, and I'm going to give you two nice. bottles and then I'm going to keep three for myself. One, one to keep and one to drink and one to drink later. That took a long process for you to get that going, dude. Well, I had to figure out the third one because it, the rule is of two. And now I added the third one, a third element. Since when so, did it become a rule of two? It's your rule of two because you're black and white like a Sith. No. My rule of two is not even a rule. It's just if it's, for the, if it's something for like Jack Daniels or something that's a collector's item that I want to collect, but I also want to taste, I buy one for the collection and I buy one to open. For example, I have the Jack Daniels Eric Church bottle, which now goes for over 300 bucks. I bought it at retail. I have one brand new on the shelf. And the other one, I've, I've drank. I've drank a little bit of it. And it's delicious. Only but a Sith I'll, deals I'll in absolutes. Wait, what? Only a Sith deals in absolutes. Well, I'm not dealing in, in absolutes, dude. You're I black and white. You're no, I'm not, no, I'm not. No? No. And this, and this is Darth Maul, and I'll be Darth Maul. That's cool. Oh, okay. Well, anyways, the same brand... Anyways, Darth Maul. The same brand that um, is marketing this, uh, this whiskey is the same brand. They're called WES Brands. Um, they marketed Mark Wahlberg's, Mark Wahlberg's uh, Flecha Azul Tequila. So we'll see. Uh, I don't. Have you ever had that tequila before? I haven't, but I'm a fan of Mark Wahlberg. So maybe I'll pick up a bottle. Uh, yeah, I heard it's pretty decent. I've never tried it myself, but um, we'll see. Well, we'll how about see. this? If I'll get a bottle and I'll give you a sip. Sure. Hey, I'm more than I'll take anything you want to give me, dude. Thank you. I appreciate that, AJ. That's very kind to you. My pleasure, Eric. Anything for you. Thank you. But anyways, yeah, this is um, this seems like something I, I would be interested in buying, especially the price point. It's not bad at all. So um, we'll see what happens when we get to there. We'll see if I find it uh, on the shelf somewhere. Some of these bottles are hard to find. And I don't know if we actually will see this on the shelf. It depends on how much is being produced. Do you have any idea how many barrels are being made? Uh, no, AJ, you tend to ask me some really, really random questions that I just don't have answers to. Um, I don't have that. You might want to email either Michael Buble himself or maybe the uh, distillery that you uh, love so much. Well, me and Michael friends, so I'll just give him a call. And oh. I'll, I'll get an answer for you. Okay. Interesting. Well, the bottle looks really cool, though, dude. It's like it's black and gold. And it's just uh, it's got like a like an F and a T kind of almost like a, like a branding iron. And uh, it's got like these lines going through it, like these gold lines going through the black. And then the uh, outside trim is in gold and all the font is in gold. 
So it's actually really cool, really classy looking. But um, we'll see. Uh, we'll see. I don't even know if it's already launched or not. I couldn't even tell you. Oh, some information you're bringing us, dude. Don't even know. Right? I think the label is kind of basic. I think it is cool with the black and the gold look. But it, if I, I'll put it this way. If you're I a basic. Not, you're a basic bitch. <laughs> if anyone's basic between the two of us, it's 100% you, dude. You know that. 100? 100% you. Dude, you I'm way that. more interesting than you. Dude, you. dude, you're a simple, basic man. Anyways, if I was going <laughs> down Total Wine, a uh-huh. liquor store, BevMo, whatever, and I saw this on the shelf, it would not pop to me, dude. This would not be one I would pick up. Just on looks. Just on looks alone. Just on looks alone. Dude, you're being a straight hater, dude. It's facts, dude. Now, if you were walking down the aisle and you saw this bottle, does that label pop out to you? We're like, oh, I'm intrigued out of all the thousands of bottles in that store. I mean, it doesn't pop. I'll, I'll, I'll agree with you. It doesn't pop per se, but it's still cool. I like the font they chose. I like the color scheme they chose. I think it's really, really cool. But um, I would agree that it's not like this whole catchy, like, whoa. But I would say the same about the, the Jean-Claude one, even more so. I think the Jean-Claude one is very generic looking. And that one definitely wouldn't stand out for me. You're right. That one is basic. You know, there is a way of looking basic while also being classy. Like, for example, Dalmore. It's very basic. It just has the, the deer on the cover. Mm-hmm. Or not the cover, but on the bottle. And it just has a small label on the bottom. But that pops. It's classy. It stands out. That's mm-hmm. one I would want to put on a bar cart. This one. Oh, yeah. It just looks like your regular average Joe bottle label that you can, most people have. Yeah. Well, Delmore is the perfect example of less is more. Dude, that's a perfect way of saying that. Less is more mm-hmm. is exactly how Delmore does it. Mm-hmm. And then I do think they tried a little harder on the Buble bottle by making it a little bit kind of almost like Art Deco-ish. Art Deco style. No, I wanted to say that earlier, but I didn't because I feel that just the black and the gold is what's making me think art deco and the mm-hmm. sticker the the way it's like the label is like a kind of like a diamond type of style mm-hmm. but i don't actually believe this is true art deco style but since you and i were on the same wavelength of thinking that maybe there's a hint of it there's a hint of it it's definitely influenced and uh more so on the on the typeface as well the font this is graphic designer talking i guess um but yeah, I think they nailed it on the typeface that they chose. But yeah, it's still a little basic. Um, but you can tell they tried a little bit harder than Van Damme's, which is definitely basic bitch in terms of <laughs> AJ's personality. Wow, dude, you, you dude, you're saying I'm choosing violence today. You're the one being aggressive. No, you started, so I'm ready. You're not ready. You're not ready for this. Oh no. Okay. You're not, you're not ready. Yeah, for yeah. This. I'm scared. I'm you, so scared. You, you're so scared. You're scared. I'm so scared. Scared. So let's move on to our moving on. final. Moving on. Our final article, because I thought this was actually pretty cool. Um, I know I see a lot of um, a lot of whiskey on social media, like people's collections. AJ, I've seen your collection. I'm like, God damn, this is this is insane. I have a pretty um, nice collection, dude. You have a pretty big collection. And. You um, are nothing close to what I witnessed here on this article because this is officially in the Guinness Book Guinness Book of Records. 
the largest whiskey collection in the world. Oh. Do, do you take a guess at to as to where this is located? So the name of the location, just to give you, uh, I guess maybe not a hint, but just to give you a name of where this whiskey collection is, uh, it's called the Grand Whiskey Museum. Is it an individual collection or is it actually owned by a company? I guess it's the, a company's oh, collection. Oh, God, here we go. I, you, AG, I don't you know. Asked me, you asked me a question and... Do, in order for me to give you a true answer to this question, I have to know more details. Oh, my God, dude. I don't know if it's it's a museum, AJ. So it's probably some sort of, I don't know, business or a group or some kind of entity, not an individual. So it's a museum, dude. Okay, so if it's a museum, I'm going to guess England. Uh, wrong. Damn it. Okay, I want to guess America. Wrong again. Okay, last last one. Last Scotland. guess. Scotland, close, but no cigar. Damn. You got the S in Scotland, right? It's Swedish. Actually, it's in Sweden. No, it's in Singapore. I was close, dude. That was yeah. my next guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. You you were close. You were very close. Um, this is a collection that holds up to seven thousand rare and vintage whiskeys. So. It, it's it's valued. Guess how much it's valued to be, dude. This this whole collection. It's number one in, in the in biggest dollars. collection ever. Biggest collection in the world. Uh, it has to be north of a hundred million. Close, close. Uh, oh. Ninety-one million. That's not bad of a guess, dude. Ninety-one million. They have. They're known to have. I guess the most valuable. Bottle of whiskey in the world, which is a 40-year-old Lafroig. Have you heard of Lafroig? So it's a 40-year-old Lafroig. 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 Which was signed by Prince Charles and Camellia, the Duke and Duchess of Rothsay. So because they signed it, is that why it's worth even more? Of course. They're they're the king and queen now. Interesting. Hello. But yeah, that's uh, that's the biggest collection in the world per Guinness Book of Records. Damn. Guinness- mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll they- never make a hundred million in my lifetime, dude. No, let alone buy whiskey worth that much. Ah, uh, dude, some people, man. Some. Now, let- well, you let know. me ask this: If you had that kind of collection, uh huh, okay, and it's known for being in the Guinness Book of Records, uh huh, would you ever? or you're like this is my collection i'm gonna drink this shit i'll never finish it i didn't say finish it dude i'm saying like would you open the bottles and drink from your whiskey collection oh yeah for sure even if it's signed by the king and queen oh i mean i'm sure there'll be these rare ones that i wouldn't touch that i'd be like nah that's not gonna get touched that can be either sold for a profit or you know my kids maybe can sell it and and make something off it, but I I'm I'm keeping this in my collection, dude. For that much money, dude, and how much those bottles are worth, yeah, your kid would definitely be taken care of. Absolutely. Do you know how much that bottle's worth? That the one signed by the king and the queen. Um, if the whole collection is worth ninety one million, mm-hmm. that one bottle, I'm gonna say. The king, the king and queen of England. You're two million mm-hmm. off. 
I'm two million, two hundred and fifty million. Two point five six million. Holy crap, that's a lot, dude. Mm-hmm. That is a lot. That's just one. So dude. you're, so you're saying you wouldn't open it? Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. But apparently you can visit this place. So if you're ever in town, AJ, maybe you can make a stop. You know, next time I go to Singapore, I'll definitely swing in and I'll do a little recording for the podcast because I, I do it for the people, dude. I you do. do. It for the people. Mm-hmm. If I anyone's do. willing to uh, fund AJ's trip to Singapore, he's starting to go fund me today. Today. Mm-hmm. All donations welcome. And don't forget. Send us to Singapore. <laughs> That's the title. Send us to Singapore. Uh-huh. To and listeners, if you don't already follow us on Instagram, don't forget at Brothers of Dram. And if you're listening and you enjoy the show, subscribe. It definitely helps us out and we would appreciate it. Yes, that would be lovely. That would be lovely. All right, my brother, anything else you want to add before we close this out? No, I think that's it, dude. I think that covers it. All right, so we covered a new bottle from Jean-Claude Van Damme, a new whiskey he's coming out with. Mm -hmm. We covered Michael Blue Bay's whiskey. We covered Eric being a bitch. And we covered the biggest whiskey collection in the world, I believe. That concludes today's episode. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I'm going to kick that son of a bitch bison's ass so hard that the next bison wannabe is going to feel it. Street Fighter, John claude Van Damme. Oh, okay. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for the quote. Bye. <laughs> You've been listening to the Brothers of the Dram podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Brothers of the Dram. Please be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Spotify. On behalf of the crew, thank you brothers and sisters for listening and we'll see you in the next episode. Cheers.